0: Hey there, my name is Hardik Harsora and I am your friend and well-wisher sharing my life stories with the hope that it will add value to your life. Well, thank you very much for showering your love and affection for my last episode. Action, the only way I know to success. Today, I am very encouraged to bring to you the second story of my life. Small is big. Now, like you guys know, I run a consulting company and running any kind of company is difficult consulting company is even tougher and I know some of you may think why is it tough well it's tough because as consultants uh, people don't really believe that you can help them on something that they have been doing for years so marketing and sales is extremely tough even when you get clients you lose your time because now you are selling your time so you once you have clients you have no time left for yourself and what do you end up finding yourself in you end up finding yourself solving problems every second every minute every hour of course solving problems is no fun right now forget about scaling a consulting company that has its own set of challenges finding a person who's intelligent enough and is wanting to work at a salary that you can afford and you have to make enough revenue to be continuously able to afford a salary for that consultant so problems are everywhere you're dealing with problems of the clients you're dealing with problems of your own company and while dealing with all of these problems you have to make sure that you come across as somebody who's very clear very motivated even when inside deep inside you you are struggling to actually keep your own motivation high you're clear obviously but a person who's very clear on why things work and why don't work why it doesn't work will realize very quickly all the possible loopholes and that becomes a reason for stress anyways so i was doing i was in the midst of all of this midst of running my consulting company i was overloaded with projects and i was attempting to scale my company also add to this a very very bad lifestyle i was eating everything junk that is possible and i was eating it all the time i had a very bad lifestyle also zero workouts the only time when i worked out was in my school add to that i was sitting for the entire day or driving back and forth by the way I even had a driver so I was driving only when the driver didn't arrive now all of this uh, led to a tremendous amount of weight increase and uh, suddenly I started feeling fatigue I started having a severe headache which I obviously didn't like because when you are solving problems every hour you want to have your mind in place and headache is definitely not a comfortable place to be at So I visited my doctor and he quickly identified and checked my sugar and told me I was a diabetic. Of course, I did my blood test too. Now, after I was a diabetic, my option was that either I continue taking the medicines for the entire life or I do something about my weight. I learned on YouTube, uh, read several articles about what causes diabetes, how it can be cured, etc., etc. Now, without getting into the science of it, i learned very quickly that i had to lose weight i could not eat anything that i had grown up eating now uh, i took a membership in the gym and like always i after the membership i never could go to the gym for a, for the first few weeks then i told myself if i really have to go to the gym i have to change something i started analyzing the consultant in me <laughs> uh, was wide awake so I started figuring out what really the problem was and the problem was that I found it extremely difficult to get up early in the morning and go to the gym. It looked like a mammoth task and go to the gym and do what? Sweat it out. That, e- that looked like an even bigger task. So I decided that you know what I have to break a big task into small tasks because only then will I be able to fool my mind otherwise my mind was too strong to give myself reasons for not doing it. I even learned on YouTube and several articles why that happens. Well, that happens because we are born to survive. We are not born to grow. We are born to survive. And the survival mind always attempts to keep us away from things which are uncomfortable. And this was uncomfortable. Comfortable was not getting up in the morning, early morning, not sweating it out resting in my bed and taking it easy and therefore my brain would not allow me to do the otherwise i broke it down then i broke the entire problem down into extremely smaller parts so early morning whenever i used to get up i would tell myself hardik you just have to get up get out of your bed and that's about it then you after i get up i would say hardik you just have to have a cup of coffee and that's about it then i started saying hardik you just need to take your gym bag and just go down and that's about it and there i could not do that the next day i realized that oh you know what my brain tricks me there so i tricked my brain i got the gym bag ready because my brain was telling me hey now to take the bag and go down the gym bag is not ready where are the shoes where's the napkin where's the water bottle where are the gloves where are the you know, the different things, a skipping rope, and I could give myself enough reasons to stop at that. So I started preparing my bag uh, well in advance, a day uh, before, and then I would go take my bag, go down. Then I would say, hey, you know what, Hardik, let's just go to the gym and do nothing. Or let's just go to the gym, and now since you've arrived at the gym, let's do a treadmill for about five minutes and then do nothing. Slowly and steadily, I got into the habit of doing the same thing over and over again. I realized that some things had gotten easy, like getting up in the morning, having a cup of coffee and reaching the gym became very easy. A few days passed by, doing a treadmill for 10 minutes became very easy and then my brain would start behaving naughty. I realized that the first thing that you need to do is you need to change your own self for the circumstances to change i changed myself and got out of diabetes today i don't take any medicines and my sugar is absolutely in control but then what happens when you make a change you don't get the results the next day everybody going to the gym including me thought that i wanted to become like salman khan and you know have those have that muscular body and six-pack abs i still don't have six-pack abs but the thing is that when you go there and you see change over a period of time and it's so subtle that you don't realize that change, unless somebody tells you. I believe that's how it is in life also. When you go through changes, you don't realize because it is very subtle, but others will see it. If people meet you after six months or one year, they will be able to tell you what your progress is. So first thing is you have to change first to see the surroundings outside change for you. The second thing that I, that I realized is After I changed, I had to improve on those changes which means the job was not done. When I started doing treadmill, I had to push myself to pick up the dumbbells. I had to push myself to do squats. I never used to do squats, but I had to push myself to do that. Then once I started doing squats, then I had to push myself to add some weight to the squat. And guess what what happens then? Then improvement doesn't show results, but you will fail. Yes my friend, I failed i failed multiple times i would not lift up uh, not be able to lift up the weight when i'm doing squats i would not be able to move the barbell when i'm doing uh, deadlift and i even got injured uh, I, you know my some, my back got sprained and i had to skip gym for about 2 weeks so you fail but then by that time if you've done it for enough number of time you will learn and you have to learn to continue doing what you're doing because, you know, the changes, the subtle changes that you're talking about for you, it is subtle, but the others will tell you that the change has been significant and to hear that very thing, you know, you have to take that and then continue you know, like people say, the first 21 days are difficult and after that, (laughs) yeah, but that's true There's somebody that I follow, a spiritual leader, and I don't say you have to follow him. His name is Sadhguru. He says, fall in love with the process. He says, if you want rose, you can't chant rose and do a meditation. You would have to fall in love with the process. You will have to work with soil, manure, water, and none of that look like uh, rose. But if you fall in love with the process, you will get the rose ultimately. I kept thinking when I heard this and my journey on the gym. I realized that lifting up dumbbells, the pain that you get after you've done squats and you come out of the gym, you can't sit, you can't stand. What's the worth of all of that pain? But you know what? None of that looked like a healthy thing to do. But ultimately, it gave me the health that I really, really wanted. That continued. That learning continued. And my YouTube channel today. That has about 5,000 odd subscribers. I never thought I would reach that point, but you know what? I took the learning from what I had, you know, what I had experienced during my diabetes, my fitness journey, and I continued to do one video every week, and that's how I got to that 5,000. Do I fail today? Of course, I do fail today, but every time I fail for a few days, I remind myself that first I have to change to see. The change outside today I am going to encourage you to set a small goal a small change that you want to bring to your life that small change done consistently may not help you achieve the big goal of your life but will definitely teach you one thing small thing is a big thing and once you get into that habit that is the recipe that will help you achieve big things i hope this story is interesting to you i hope this story if not anything motivates you or gives you an idea of how to go about achieving anything and everything in life it's simple start small thank you